Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. everybody. Welcome to this episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. I'm very excited to be here. I have a treat for you. I have Dr. T with us today. So before I get into all that deliciousness, I am going to introduce myself. Oh, I'm Dr. Uday. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a board certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine, and I also own an aesthetic practice. And my goal is not only to have my patients feeling good, but looking good. So now back to Dr. T. So I'm going to um, give some information on Dr. T. She is um, a podiatrist and CEO of um, Pacific Point Podiatry. It's a non-traditional direct specialty care practice in Santa Cruz, California. She is fellowship trained in wound healing and board certified in foot and ankle surgery. She helps people avoid unnecessary leg amputations with preventative foot care and minimally invasive surgery. So Dr. T, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Dr. Uday. Yay. So let's get started, guys. This is going to be good. So we're going to be talking specifically about a foot condition called Charcot's foot. And so Dr. T is going to be giving us um, the details. So Dr. T, what, what is it? If you could define it in your own words. Charcot foot or Charcot neuroarthropathy is a condition in the foot that suddenly collapses. The bones don't hold up anymore. And all of the foot starts to, the bones in the foot starts to degrade and misshapen. So we see this, we historically have seen it in individuals who have had nerve damage because of syphilis. This day and age, we're seeing it in people who have diabetes type 2, uncontrolled diabetes that causes some kind of nerve damage pathway. There's a couple of theories on how it's happening, but we know the correlation with poorly controlled diabetes does demonstrate some Charcot foot uh, deformity. And so it's a very big problem once somebody starts to develop it because it's not reversible. Yeah. So what, um, what are the symptoms, um, of, um, Charcot-Fit? This is one of those conditions that is very frustrating, even for physicians and particularly doctors in the emergency room, because patients may present with a sudden swelling of one foot that gets big and hot But because of the neuropathy, patients don't feel, so they may not really feel pain. So doctors might encounter a situation like that and suspect cellulitis, a foot infection, or a blood clot, when in reality, this is really a dysfunction of the metabolic disease, and it's a foot collapse. So the treatment for that isn't antibiotics, it isn't surgery immediately, but rather it's non-weight bearing rest and not walking on it. Gotcha. Wow. So um, from your standpoint, do you see a lot of misdiagnosis with this or, and then how, um, how common is it? The disease progression is really subtle because 
Anybody can have sudden swelling in one foot for a variety of reasons. A misstep down the stairs in their home, for example, or an actual fall that leads to an ankle sprain. And so individuals may not even know something's wrong because if they don't have sensation in the foot, they don't really know that their bones are changing in directions or their entire foot is changing in directions. And so it's, it's, a, it's a slow onset. And if you continue to walk on it, the joints start to erode and the bones start to misplace. And so even patients don't know something is severely wrong until they can't walk anymore because they feel like their foot has fallen under them. And then x-rays can show if there's damage and it's a workup from there. Yeah. So what would you say the complications are for um, this condition? Traditionally, people who have charcoal foot deformity are guaranteed a leg amputation. This day and age with the advances in technology and how we can preserve the limb we can do reconstructive efforts to preserve as much as we can before an ulcer develops even. And so treatment really has to go to a very specialized person, a foot and ankle specialist who does this reconstruction on the regular to preserve the limb. So it's a matter of losing the leg or having it reconstructed. That's, that's how significant we had advanced in the care of charcoal foot. Yeah, it sounds pretty. Yeah. So um, formally, I, I think you touched on it, but the, the actual treatment for this is? Well, we would love to go back in time and control blood sugars better, right? Because it's the uncontrolled blood sugars that can lead to this process. But if somebody has developed it, we still want to control for blood sugars because we still want to see what we can do to slow down their progression. Because if we just neglect our blood sugars and feel like this foot, this foot destruction is imminent, imminent, (laughs) uh, we really have to consider health factors in reconstructing. If your sugars are not even in good condition to have a surgery, then you're kind of at a, you know, there's not a whole lot more we can do about it. So blood sugar control is number one. Number two, rest, staying off of that extremity. You can use a wheelchair, a walker, or a knee scooter to uh, alleviate some of the pressure on the foot. Because if you continue to walk on it, the foot bones continue to further collapse. And then you can develop an open sore on the bottom of the foot, which is even more difficult to heal. Any opening on the bottom of the foot makes one susceptible to infection that can then seed the bone and get into your bloodstream. So getting immediate attention with the right specialist can make a huge difference. So what would you say, um, you know, to listeners and patients with diabetes, um, anything that you could actionably do now to help prevent that? Diabetes is a, is a lifelong condition to manage, and you can thrive with diabetes. Charcot is a rare, a rare occurrence, but because I'm a foot and ankle specialist, I see it more often than most other specialists. We can prevent the onset with good control, but also keep in mind that you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to manage your diabetes alone. You have your primary care doctors, you have health educators, you have support networks that can support you along this way, because the things that I see can sound very scary, but it is preventable. And even if it were to happen to you, it is also manageable. 
So relying on your support network is the number one thing you can do for your physical health and your mental health. That is absolutely correct. So guys, you know, if my patients are listening out there, listeners, this is, you know, kind of why we stress you to keep track of your sugars and, and take care of things. And we're definitely here to help. So now to switch gears, um, I always ask this question, why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Why do I look at fetal day of all things to look at, right? <laughs> you know, I, I'll share a story that got me diving deeper into podiatry. I was a resident and I encountered a patient who had an infected toe. She was admitted into the hospital for cellulitis, an infection that was quickly seeding into her bloodstream. And it was my duty to give her recommendation. And my recommendation at the time for her particular condition was to remove the dead body part. It was a dead toe. Mm -hmm. For her, that was a life sentence of disability. And so she had refused medical treatment and ultimately died in the hospital stay. And she was amongst her loved ones. Her family members were in the room with her when she made this decision and saying, I don't want any other treatment. And this is a story that has lived with me for over a decade. And it made me think as to how did she get to the point of hospitalization of irreversible care? And that's how I got deeper into caring for people with diabetes, because it's not just a point in time where we provide an antibiotic and maybe a treatment plan, but it's really lifelong management. And so I wanted to be able to be a part of the patient's entire healthcare journey so that they don't have to subject themselves to something so extreme. That, I mean, that's a, a powerful reason. Thank you so much, Dr. T. This is amazing. So guys, you knew it was going to be good, but did you think it was going to be that good? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So guys, um, so Dr. T, actually, before I forget, where um, where can people find you? So if they're, they want more information or if they want to connect with you, where can they find you? The best way to find me is on Instagram at Dr. T Podiatry. You can also find my website at 831feet.com if you would like to become a patient and be on the way to preventive foot care. Yes. So guys, definitely check her out. Dr. T, thank you so much. <clears throat> and um, for those of you that are looking for a primary care doctor, we're accepting patients at Apple Valley Family Medicine. Our phone number here is 304-350-1087. And you can also catch us online um, at www.applevalleyfamilymed.com. So there are definitely a lot of people out there that could benefit from this video. Please share it. Please like it. And then comment um, on the video. And if you have any questions or if you want to hear any other topics that we can pick, please definitely let me know. All right, you guys, we, we're done. This is what we have for you. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it. And your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week and have a great rest of your week.